0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe.
1: Hey, buddy. Hello. What's up, dude?
0: What you doing, man?
1: Ah, hanging in there. you looking fresh in that red Zone In t-shirt. Look at that. You like that? Dude, I love that logo. I recognize it. I'd recognize it anywhere. That means a lot to me. It means I'm doing the job right. Some sweet brand recognition, man. It's nice. Yeah. Oh, uh, What's new? Uh, I don't know. I, dude, I don't even know what we're going to talk about on this episode. Dude. What do we got <laughs> back there? Is that our rookies? <laughs> we got some rookies back here. We had rookie minicamp going on. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, uh, drama still happening in Green Bay. Um He's
0: quarterbacks, man. You, quarterback. you
1: went on a vacation. Like, you went out of town. We could talk about that. Um,
0: Tebow what? got signed. Another quarterback. Former yeah. quarterback.
1: <laughs> Tebow got signed, which is like... What the hell? I mean, okay, I guess there's stuff to talk about. Uh, let's kick it off, shall we? I
0: mean, if you know what you're going to talk about.
1: I think we just figured it out. Let's get this crowd going. Now, come on, get him up, get him up, get him up. On 3. On three, one, two, three, four. Oh. Lofa Tatupu is up in the mix. Go up. I'm
0: just about that action, boss.
1: Takes the snap. He's going to throw down the middle. What a catch.
0: It's intercepted by Lofa Tatupu. Oh. Holy And yeah, That's great football now. It's going to work now. Let's keep playing. Oh.
1: Has no ah, fun. player. Trouble plant, Thunder. All one. Ready. Quick. Russell looking. Russell scrambling.
0: Pump faking. Still looking. Now he spins out. We got a
1: five, baby. 35-40. Down the far sideline. He's still moving. He's going to go. Yes. 20-10. They do it again. Touchdown. Touchdown. It's the Seahawks Podcast on the Believe Sports Network. Thanks for tuning in. I'm Seahawks Superfan Brett Davern. He's Seahawks legend, Lofa Tatupu. And on this episode, well, we'll see what comes up. Uh, thanks for joining us. Our sponsor is betonline.ag for all your online wagering needs, or uh, you can there's a fly that just a fruit fly. You get a fruit fly sometimes? You can't get rid of it. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> fly just flew right in front of my face. Um
0: What are the odds of that happening? (laughs) (laughs) That's
1: why he's the best in the business. BetOnline.ag. You can wager on fruit flies or sports. Probably not fruit flies, though. Anyway, BetOnline.ag. That's where you go. Use our promo code.
0: Believe. B l e a v.
1: That's right. Check them out. Believe. uh, believe. BetOnline. Whatever it is. Lofa. Can wake you, it up! Fool. Can wake you tell, it up! Can you tell I prepared for this episode, um, buddy? Okay, so rookie minicamp that happened—is that a big deal or not?
0: Um, I mean everything counts, especially mm-hmm. in uh, you know John and Pete's uh, you know program. So yeah, definitely, it definitely matters, and um, I think really what you come away with is you know how quickly can they grasp the small amount of information because they don't give you a ton. They give you like maybe a quarter or maybe even an eighth of the playbook. Mm -hmm. They just want to see how quickly you can put it into, you know, into your mind and get it, you know, out there on the field. So, Mm -hmm. um, I mean, it matters from a perspective you, you find out what kind of a football player there's no pads. So everybody looks great. Yeah. (laughs) Um, you know, to an extent, I didn't look great without pads. I had to have pads on to look great, (laughs) but, uh, But yeah, but you find out what kind of, you know, ball player, you know, what kind of a teammate they're going to be too.
1: Yeah. It seems like for the Seahawks, it's mostly learning how to run that bag drill that they love. Seems like that's what they spend all of rookie camp doing.
0: It it serves a purpose though, believe it or not.
1: What the the um, bag drill does?
0: Where they just run and scream. Yeah. We've been doing that since SC, man. Yeah. And, And, you know, I don't have to remind you or the Husky Nation, Husky Faithful, how successful we were at SC when I was
1: there. Um, I don't know. I, I it slipped my mind.
0: I will, 25 and 1, two national championships, <laughs> and it all started with the bag drill. So Hey, listen. Um, uh,
1: you know, I mean, do all those victories still count or they
0: happened? <laughs> I'm not here to debate that.
1: Yeah, that's but, all right. You Dubs have had a couple taken away in the past, too.
0: But the significance of it is to just get going, you mm-hmm. know? I think shit, we need to put you through a bag drill, man. You are starting this one off real Real, uh, I, I don't know, lazy. What
1: lazy? How dare you? Could you do that? You could do that back drill right now, couldn't you, with your eyes closed?
0: I do that shit in my sleep.
1: Yeah, I'm sure you could. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, so they did have the rookie minicamp. Um, Eskridge, our, our new receiver, you know, our new shiny toy out there at wide receiver, and uh, Trey Brown at cornerback. They have been talking about how much fun it was to play against each other, how they think that the competition between the two of them is going to be really beneficial for the team. And I don't know, it's cool to see two rookies at those kind of like opposing positions going at it. Um, and I mean, how much better does that make your team when you can practice like that? Well, guys that are, you know, so skilled at, at those positions. Like, they, they you really push each other in practice like that, right?
0: I mean, competition is at the forefront mm-hmm. of seemingly every position, but under Pete, you know, his regime and uh, his his leadership, that's what it's about yeah. is we are going to continually get better each and every day, and we do that by facing the best. So they're always going to bring in competition, man.
1: Right, yeah. Well, because, I mean, you know, we've heard stories in the past of, like, Richard Sherman picking off Russell in practice and things like that. Were you there for some of those?
0: Sherm. Sure. Fucking clothesline me! When, what? <laughs> when I was a coach, Pete was making us do these. Um, it was like red zone, and Pete every Friday there's a red zone, you know, um, series where we're doing all the routes for for the 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 ones, the starters, and then we will go through it again with uh, the twos. And I'm out there lining up with Sherm, and you know, I caught a couple passes, and you know, I mean, it was like a flat. It was like nothing, you know, a hitch. Like, so I just turned and caught the ball and he didn't like it. Uh, so I went and I actually went to do like a real move and we were like, we weren't serious, but when he went to break up the pass, he broke it up. Cause he's got those long ass arms, uh-huh. but like right across like my throat and I fell backwards might have been a flop. I don't know. Um,
1: <laughs> You're trying to get a flag in practice. Yeah, yeah. Trying to get the
0: flag, man. We, I mean, we don't play for flags, but hey, it was very questionable. Uh-huh. But uh, and that was just, you know, what we're talking about right now with these rookies. They're learning right now what it takes to be a Seahawk, mm. and and that's really, you know, what we're talking about. They're they're building the foundation to learn how to compete. So when when the big dogs come in, the guys like Sherm, mm-hmm. Bobby. You know the vets. You know they they know that what's expected of them.
1: And there's some free agent, uh, or uh, what do you what do you call them, uh, unsigned, Un- undrafted, undrafted free agent guys coming in. And as you know, I mean, I don't have to tell you, but and Seahawk fans know, like that can be the lifeblood of your team sometimes. I mean, Mac Strong was an undrafted free agent. Robbie Tobeck was an undrafted free agent. Uh, you played with a bunch, I'm sure that you're going to bring up. I mean, yeah. how important is it to get those guys into the mix?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, there's always a guy or two that they stand out in mini camp or in training camp, especially when the pads come on mm-hmm. that they just they're football players, you know. Um David Hawthorne you right. know, comes to mind. Sure. Leonard Weaver. Leonard Weaver who switched three positions, tight end or yeah, tight he was receiver to tight end to fullback. Mm-hmm. And he did that at the highest level. Like wow. it's uh, it's incredible. So um one, once they get with a, you know, a team organization that knows how to utilize their skills, but then also uh, just when it comes down to it, after all that running jumping and all the bullshit they put you through at the combine, you got to play football, right? You got to be able to take this game, the X's and O's and transport, transfer, it, transfer it to the, to the football field. And so this is, this is when I get excited going, you know, in the mini camp, you hear, you hear all the, I take notes of like, well, who, who's doing well. Cause it's not always the ones that excel when the pads come on. Sometimes some guys that look great in the shorts and t shirts, they don't show up when the pads come on. So. Sure,
1: sure. Yeah. So yeah, we'll see. It seems like they're excited about a guy named Connor Weddington. He's a local, local product. He, Grew up in the PNW and stuff like that, and uh, he's a receiver, and they brought him in. He had offers to go to other teams for some more guaranteed money and stuff as an undrafted free agent, but chose to come to Seattle. He wants to be a Seahawk. That's the kind of thing you you like as a fan, you know. And, hey, another receiver. All of a sudden, we have a ton of receivers. And, you know, just see how these things shake out and what the production level is. But we got a lot of good, young receivers, it seems like.
0: Yeah. And I think you, you raise a good point there that, it, well, it's interesting that he would choose to come here. Um, not, you know, the money it doesn't always, yeah, it shows their, you know, commitment to an extent of how much they want you, but it doesn't always show like what your value is. Like you go into another team. This is what, what kind of, like you said, it makes me wonder why he chose here is that we have like 10 receivers now. Mm-hmm. And so he must be ultra confident in his ability. So yeah. I like that. Yeah. Um, we, you know, we'll see what happens. But this is when you're undrafted. There's a real chance if you do your homework to land somewhere that you'll make the team. Um, and it's not always where the money is.
1: Right, sure. What do you think about all these number changes in the NFL? They took off all the restrictions, right? Uh I think,
0: yeah. Dwayne Esbridge is run around much. with
1: a number one as a wide receiver. You used to we used to see guys wear an eleven or something like that if they mm-hmm. wanted a one, you know. But they they took off all the rules. I mean, it's it's kind of weird. <laughs> it looks like college, sort of.
0: Yeah. No, I mean, I'm all for it. I mean, that that that's cool, man. I yeah. mean, I'd love to see. Uh, a linebacker or is Dunlap going to uh, to eight? Is that what we,
1: <laughs> I guess so. I don't, I don't know. Um, would yeah, you have eight... switched your number? Would you have still been 51 or would you have tried to,
0: well, I, yeah, I didn't have a single digit since like high school. I wasn't that cool. You know, when I got to <laughs> USC, even right. at Maine at Maine, they were like, yeah, you can have number eight. Cause I wore number eight in high school. And then I got there and number 10 was hanging in my locker room and I was like, didn't you guys say I had number eight? They're like, ah, you know, there was a junior that wanted it, and I was like, awesome. <laughs> didn't didn't, he, didn't even ask me what number I wanted, he just gave me 10. But, uh-huh. you know, hey, man makes the number. Number don't make the man.
1: Right, right. Well, I mean, you like the move by Eskridge putting on the number one?
0: Again, I like the confidence. Yeah. We'll see if it pays off.
1: <laughs> Some, hey, man, <laughs> you better be real sure of your talents out there if you're going to throw a number one on, you know?
0: Numero Uno man.
1: What do you think? Uh best number one to play of all time. I mean Warren Moon. Mike, comes Mike to Williams. Mind. Mike Williams <laughs>
0: <laughs> You gotta go with my dog. <laughs> 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 I worry, okay, so best I mean you have Warren Moon. Warren
1: Moon, I mean that's right off the top of the head there. I mean speaking of the U dub by the way. Yeah, I don't know if it gets on, better than Bow Warren down, Moon. buddy. That's a that's a that's a dog right there.
0: I give respect. I give credit where it's due. Um, uh,
1: who else? Who else we got? Cam Newton, off the top of my head, there's a number one in the NFL.
0: There is. I still gotta go with Warren on that one.
1: Yeah, not a lot of number ones in the NFL throughout the. Not really. I'm trying to think.
0: Uh, it's like making me think of kickers for some reason.
1: Yeah, it's well because it would have always been a quarterback or a kicker or something in the past, you know. So yeah, I feel like Percy Harvin would have worn one if he could have if he could have when he got to the team probably perhaps. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Now I've run out of things to talk about. Uh, where are we going now? Um, let's see. Uh, it's a uh, bu- 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 a see quarterback
0: still- with a new Jersey uh, just got. Oh, Jersey sales.
1: Yeah. You okay. Wanna there. You want to talk some Tebow?
0: Uh, absolutely.
1: Okay. What, what are your thoughts on Tim Tebow? I mean, where, where does he fall in your football timeline? Like, when he was coming out of Florida, do you remember where you were at at that point? Yeah, I was in Seattle. Yeah, no, I know, but I'm saying, like, what year was um, that? Because he, he's a guy who I feel like we've been talking about for, like, 25 years.
0: I think they were, like, in their second national title my third or fourth year. Okay. Cause, um, I think so, because I think – I remember watching one of their national championships – Ooh, I don't know. That might have been Chris Leak, actually.
1: Producer Katie will look it up. When did Tim Tebow she come will. out of Florida? But he
0: got, he got drafted in 12, right? Something like that,
1: maybe? Uh, I don't know. For some reason, Tim Tebow feels like a guy, like I said, who's been around forever, but then also kind of not. So I, I, I he, how, how many years did he play in the NFL before he was gone and on to baseball and everything? Go ahead, Producer Katie. What? Drafted in 2010. Drafted in 2010.
0: Oh, he was. See, it was
1: longer ago than we thought. Yeah. 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 Wow. Weird. Well, he's back, everybody. He's signed to the Jacksonville Jaguars, but he's not going to play quarterback, is he?
0: I mean, he should be. (laughs) If, if I don't, you know, I'm a Tim Tebow fan just because, you know, I mean, the guy is storied history, man, in terms of college, one of the greatest college players of all time. Yeah. Um, He's always he's always doing the right thing, man. I mean, he's some someone to look up to. I don't care how old you are. But um, you know, playing tight end, I mean, I would have had more respect for Urban if he just said, Hey, this is my quarterback. These I mean, we got Lawrence too, mm-hmm. but I believe in this kid still. Yeah. You saw what I did with him in
1: college. Right, totally. Did yeah. A, I mean did a lot of winning. Reunited, and it feels so good, you know?
0: Yeah, and I, I don't hmm. I don't fault tim or or urban for that Mm -hmm. i mean it's one of his guys that has done a lot for for him in the past so um giving him a shot he's only 33 it's really not that old i mean he doesn't have the wear and tear that every other 33 year old has but um but the position switch is kind of what got me because i mean while he was more than adequate running with the ball as a quarterback you know a dual threat Mm -hmm. uh, because he's big and strong running routes is a craft. It is it's not something you just pick up over the summer and like, Hey, well, I worked out with this guy, uh, you know, like these guys have been doing this for a long time. Yeah. And so I just, I don't see the ad value. Um, as if, unless he was playing quarterback to mm-hmm. tell you the truth.
1: Well, maybe they brought him in a little bit to mentor Trevor Lawrence. I mean, I don't know. Cause he hasn't been playing in the NFL. So that's kind of,
0: well, they're not going to be in the same position, yeah. I mean, room, so. well,
1: apparently not. And it, I, the whole thing is weird to me. I got to be honest. And and the, the whole Tim Tebow story in general has been weird to me the entire time. Like you were saying, a guy who wins that many national championships in college is such a leader. He comes into the NFL, he wins a playoff game for the yeah, Denver Broncos.
0: He, he, uh, hey, he battled and potentially save john Fox was it john fox then
1: i yeah I that makes john, sense john fox. yeah
0: rallied and, and saved john fox's job now they ultimately ended up getting like peyton or whatever happened right but and so you know it's tough but i don't know if he got his fair shot
1: i don't think he ever got a fair shot and it's weird because he sort of didn't get a fair shot just because uh because he was religious, I don't really know. Like, why did he never get a shot? Because he was too much of a media circus around I don't him. Think, what, what I don't was think the deal? it was that.
0: I mean, that, well, there was some pretty, you know, damning evidence of him not being able to throw a ten yard out. Like there was some <laughs> that that was circulating, you well, know, a lot. And that's tough, you know. I mean, like if you can't make that, that is a routine play. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And if you can't make that throw consistently, it's like, what are we? What are we doing here? But with how much people are running, I would have said, yeah, Tim, we're going to do what you did in, in college, all right? And we're going to see, you know, how long he can do it.
1: I know, but why – I can we, you and I should be trying to get to the bottom of why he didn't ever get a real shot in the NFL because it's – it, I've never understood what happened there. It just doesn't make any sense to me. And you're saying it's got to be a talent thing or a – mechanics thing it was just it as was. a quarterback
0: i don't believe it was you know the circus as you you called it like i don't think it was the media mm. frenzy that he creates i think it was just it was a fact that there are some there are some things you must be able to do as a quarterback and mm. he couldn't fundamentally do them mm. every day down yeah. in and down out and so yeah. you know but like i said if you have a coach who has faith in him and, and you know and confidence in his ability to just make the the critical plays like, okay. So he can't throw a 10 yard out every time when the game was on the line against the Steelers, he threw a fucking 20 yard strike. Yeah. Demarius Thomas, he's a gamer. And this is what have we always said,
1: but he's a gamer that came with a lot of stuff though. You have to admit, I think teams were, didn't want the, the, it was a different time, man. Like it just,
0: uh, well, fast forward nine years and it's his time. No, I know. It, I know. It, that's I why mean, it's okay. These, all these quarterbacks, you yeah. know, speaking out. They want trades. They want this. I know. This guy just wants a chance.
1: Yeah, totally. So, totally.
0: I don't know. But, I mean, yeah, it's, it's tough now at 33. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see what happens. But, um, you know, I'm not one of those guys like, oh, shame on him. He's taking a job from another kid. Yo, if you're not good enough to beat out Tim Tebow at tight end, that's your fault. <laughs> like... <laughs> Like that, that's not you. You don't get mad at Tim Tebow because he got the opportunity, right? Um, like, I don't know, man. You might want to try baseball if you can't beat out Tim Tebow at tight end. Yeah, good
1: point. Yeah, I'm not going to fault him well, for getting I, a chance. I'm seeing,
0: Why? I'm yeah, I'm seeing a lot of that. You know, like people just like hating on. I'm like, ah, oh, he's taking an opportunity away from somebody. They weren't going to make it anyways. Put it that way. Look, like if-
1: <laughs> Tim. Tim is not necessarily like. One of my guys, you know what I mean? I mean, he went to florida he's he's i don't know he was he was i found him kind of annoying honestly sometimes with all the yelling and the crying and all the whatever he was just i you know, and you know me lofa like i'm a, I'm a bit of a hater, so I used to hate on him back in the day, but like as i've gotten older and as he's gotten older, I just think he got a bit of a raw deal in the n f l and I just liked seeing him get signed, and he can go try it, and I don't care, and I think people are a bit um uh they're being they're not they're not having enough fun with this story people are people are so yeah. curmudgeonly out there like you know like I don't know it's this funny is, well I'm just yeah go ahead
0: it's great for football yeah I mean exactly he's from Jacksonville oh, right right hometown yes. product home homegrown right there just I mean there's there's a lot to be excited about it's you his know? college
1: coach yeah it's gonna be fun yeah I like it
0: um and then I mean, we'll see what happens. I, like I said, man, route running, that's, that's a different, man. That's a different craft, bro. Well, like how, about,
1: how about playing for your college coach in the pros? You did that. Uh, what's in store for him?
0: I mean, I don't know. We will, we'll see because, you know, I don't really know Urban that well. I don't mm-hmm. know. Um, but, I mean, I know everywhere he's went, he's won. Yeah. And so to expect him not to do it, I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't bet online.ag against him. That's what I wouldn't do.
1: <laughs> perfect, perfect. Uh, hey, let's zone in on Rodgers as the Green Bay Packers turn up there. Peyton Manning, uh, right? Peyton Manning says he's on Team Packers. He thinks they should just work this thing out. Um, I don't know. Nothing's going on with this, right? It just, this seems like a, a stalemate, but something's got to happen before the season, right?
0: I have no idea what's going on. Yeah. And I mean, yeah, it keeps coming up. So we'll see. But drama. Yeah, I don't know, man, if you got to give him some some more uh, stake in the company or <laughs> do whatever you can to keep him in town. <laughs> I
1: know. I know. I know. Oh, uh, man. Maybe they should trade for Tim Tebow.
0: They don't need a tight end right now.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. All right. I'm putting an end to this uh, episode. Let's wrap it up for this episode then. Uh, We'll be back next week with a brand new episode, everyone. Thanks for listening. If you're listening on a podcast app, be sure to subscribe and leave us a review. It helps us climb all the charts out there. Also – changes coming to the Seahawks podcast soon. Some new fun video elements and um, some new interactive ways to listen to the podcast and stuff. So we're partnering with some different companies and things. It's very exciting and more information on that coming soon as the weeks unfold. So look out for that. If you have questions or comments, hit us up seahawkspod at gmail.com. Please support our sponsors zone in cbd you can find it at zone or at any bartell drugstores or also betonline.ag lofa let's break it down what do you got
0: um tebow mania no I
1: don't.
0: <laughs> <laughs> whatever you want man I touchdown
1: don't know. timmy here put your hands in the middle touchdown timmy on three touchdown timmy on me one two three touchdown, touchdown, touchdown timmy, timmy.